Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. Sticky Beak co-founder Josh Ryan shares his business startup and app development journey. We discuss both the highs and lessons learned as he navigated from idea to app launch. Josh also shares his top tips for listeners considering the process of developing an app for their business. This is Josh's version of Be The Drop. Are you starting a podcast? Narrative Marketing delivers a full range of podcast production and training options. Visit narrativemarketing.com.au or hit the link in the show notes for more details. Josh, thank you so much for joining me for our next episode of Be The Drop. Thanks, Amelia. Thanks for having me on. So we're going to have a bit of a sticky beak later. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited that that is the name of your business. It's one of my favourite words. But before we dive in and learn more about that so our listeners can understand what I'm talking about, I'd like to start by getting to know you a little bit. And so to do so, if you could explain an item of significance or something that gives us a little bit of insight to your journey that's got you to the point you are now. I guess more. My item would probably have to be uh, football. Ever since when I was younger, I, look, I've always um, had a footy in my hand, you know, from um, my dad teaching me, like, the game. And I guess it kind of installed, you know, that competitive and cool mindset um, of what the game brings into me and my personal life. From here on in, I guess footy kind of brought me to Adelaide where I found where I wanted to go, like, with my career. And well, it led me to... You know, coming up with developing an app I thought of, you know, a couple of years ago now. And Oh, that's and, – and I love that it's about, as you said, it's the skills and the experience and the person that it's created yeah. you to be. And so there is an interesting weaving into the app that you've developed, which we'll talk about, because you were working in sports and that was the field you're working with, but then COVID ha- happened. So tell us a little bit about what happened and how that was also then a pivotal moment to lead you to jump in full time to, to the app development. Yeah, so I did like a diploma in sport and rec management um, and then did a bit of sports coaching and then got into a role as a sports coordinator at a Marley Child Care Centre's uh, yeah, which is really awesome. I love working with kids. I guess, yeah, like, you know, most of the businesses that started this year, COVID hit. And um, as a result of that, I was forced to, you know, I couldn't ex- access the centres and things like that. So I had to take a bit of a break. You know, I spent a bit of time back home. Over the break, I just thought with Sticky Beak coming out, I reckon I better put some, you know, 100% of time into it. And it's a really good opportunity for me. Um, to do that now and yeah I'm really excited as well so I'm glad I made that decision. Okay well I think we've teased the listeners enough let's give them a sticky beak (laughs) (laughs) and get them to understand what is sticky beak Uh, so obviously you said this is an idea you had a couple of years ago and you've been working on it but then really focused this year so it's really come to fruition and is you know gaining traction now in in 2020 so what is it? Number one focus it's all about businesses so a platform for them to be, to go on and advertise and promote themselves to the community. Now I come up with the idea you know, a couple of years ago. I always tend to look around and I'm not sure where to where to go or um, and what to do and things like oh what's happening around me. So I thought I want to try and develop a platform that's going to give this information out to to users. And for example, for retail 
two for ones, fifty percent off like specials and deals like that. This is what you know, this is what the information businesses can put on the app. So it's location based. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah. So you're then just seeing specials that businesses have yep. where you are. Yeah, so deals, specials, jobs, uh, events. When users are on Sticky Big, they're on it for, you know, one purpose and that's to see information from businesses. So I think it would be an opportunity for businesses to be able to, you know, be seen and discovered, especially, you know, for some of the smaller businesses out there that kind of find it hard to, you know, market and um, get out there and spread their business. In a nutshell, really, what you're doing is allowing customers to have a sticky beak at what's going on around them with yeah. businesses around them. That's the sort of sticky beak that's, concept. Yeah, that's that's the whole yeah whole purpose. So it's trying to be yeah sticky beak of yeah what of what's going on and yeah that's why I chose the emu as well as our as the app icon because you know emus are kind of known for being a sticky beak themselves, having a big beak. Obviously, it's a it's a good way to promote Australia as well. I recently in the school holidays went to Narracourt and Mount Gambia with my boys and um, that sort of thing would have been great because I was like, I need to get coffee, but I don't want to, you know, I lack a good coffee. Yeah. And if I'm in Narracourt, how do I know where the good coffee is? So I'm like madly Googling and trying to find out. It would be good to be able to go and something like Sticky Bake and, and have a look and see what's around. So is there that opportunity that users could then rate things as well in it? Yeah, so with rating, we went for like a different path instead of like the, you know, the star ratings and things like that. So we actually created like emoji reactions just to help quickly identify how, you know, what the business is like. So have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. So you've come from, okay, I've got this idea, COVID's here, I'm going to focus more on it. How do you go about developing an app? Uh, it is a good question. Two years ago, I contacted Appetizer, an app development company in Victoria, so in Melbourne. I just started by just sending them an email just about the idea and things like that. And look, they loved the idea and they were keen to get on board to you know help me and assist me to develop the app. And I was yeah, that that was really awesome. And and I guess if you want to develop an app, you got to make sure that it's it's going to take a bit of time. It's not going to you know happen in six months or things like that depends on you know what app you want to try and make you know you don't want the app to be you know not working or things like you want to make sure that it's it's all ready to go there's no bugs or anything like that and that takes time got to be patient and you've got to make sure it's what you want as well and is it a really expensive process and how do you know what's good value well each sprint will come with like a costing price that's when again you test it um, after each sprint and see if it's really good then it's value for what you're what you're getting and i guess down the line as well you got to think of you know um, where you want your project to be and how it's gonna make income for you um for my app sticky beak sprint one was like doing the user authentication you know the background of the screens in the app then sprint two would be like creating the emoji reactions things like that. so it's just little processes of making the app come together and then yeah the final Sprints are usually like the testing and making sure that all the bu- there's no little bugs hanging around. Yeah, so that's what it comes to sprints. And usually with apps, depending on what you want to do, of course, it usually comes around six or seven sprints. With Sticky Beak, each sprint probably took about two to two months. Mm. And so was there anything along the way you think, gee, wow, I wish, you know, in that development of the app, I wish I'd known that, you know, at the beginning. I love the saying that everything happens for a reason. And so I guess last year, we're getting close. I think it was like in one of the sprints, 
bit of a miscommunication between me um, and the team. Um, when I looked at, you know, the app of how it was going, it wasn't really, you know, what I was thinking or what I was liking. And we obviously had to delay the process a little bit. So I guess if that didn't happen, we probably would have launched Sticky Beak at the start of the year, around like February or March. Then COVID hit, which probably would have been a bit of a factor for the app, given that so many businesses had to shut down and things like that. So, and now, yeah, we've just launched, I guess, like I said, probably things happen for a reason. And one of the learnings would be to make sure that both sides, you and your team are on the same page and you're happy with what they're doing as well, because app development companies want feedback and things like that so um never be afraid to put what you want on the table because that's their job they're there to just to make you happy um, and give you the best um, product so Mm. and so then you know you've recently launched so what happens now what's your next phase yeah so i guess you could probably say this is the exciting but most challenging part i guess um so right now yeah because we just launched we're doing like beta testing and all that so getting businesses on there um using app just to get as much feedback as possible um about it and so i guess yeah right now trying to get as many businesses on for me i'm quite new to the marketing um game and you know trying to come up with efficient ways cost efficient ways as well of how to market know an app because obviously with marketing there's so many different ways comparing you know marketing an app compared to marketing you know like a um, sporting club or things like that the different avenues you have to go down and and i'm really big at you know creating big networks and things like that you know reach out to people to try and help me and i guess communicating reaching out to a lot of business people and things like just seeing if you know they might be able to help in any way Um, i was lucky enough to have a chat with Stephen Marshall and yeah, no, he was really good as well. It basically comes down to figuring out ways to let businesses know about the app and getting them on it. I love it that you just throw in there. I had a chat with Stephen Marshall for listeners who are outside of South Australia. If they didn't know, he's our premier. Yeah. <laughs> How do you just end up having a chat with the premier? All I did was um, with on LinkedIn, I just gave him a message and his assistant just got back and got back to me and um, yeah, pinpointed up a uh, meeting and yeah it was probably about three months after <laughs> I did that because he's obviously a very busy man and yeah I was lucky enough that he wanted to have a chat about it and yeah very fortunate to have that opportunity and yeah met with him. That's really interesting and I'm not sure that it's actually fortunate that you had that opportunity you've created that opportunity I think that's a key part and you mentioned you know that you're really big on networking yeah but for startups to get connections that is important you know you just message him on linkedin yeah hey there premier yeah that's all you got to do really like you just gotta you know if you reach out to heaps of people you're going to get a lot of you know no responses and things like that but you know who, who cares that doesn't mean they don't see you know your message it's just that you know they're probably busy and they just don't have the time to get back to you but i'm also big on you know just keeping at it so you know send one message then you know about a couple weeks um later down the track just send another um not the same message but just like a second one up and just yeah keep contacting as many people as possible because the what you're doing then is you're getting sticky beak out there and you know the person you're going to contact will be like sticky beak i've heard this before and things and you know it, it becomes known um, in that era of the people you keep reaching out to. And, um, yeah, I guess that's where you got to just be um, persistent, which the app development, like, appetizer, Michael McRae, who's the CEO, 
just kept telling me the same thing because he's you know created a lot of apps and stuff as well and he's yeah he's he's his constant advice is just to you know keep at it keep um sending emails keep reaching out um things like so i've followed that path and you know i've had already a lot of good talks that's come out of it and yeah so and i'm hoping to you know get a lot more as well wow fantastic well josh thank you so much for sharing your journey before there's two things i'll finish with one is any major tip for businesses or people thinking about developing an app um i guess making sure that you do like a lot of research and knowing what what you want to create is going to be beneficial to who's going to download it and just making sure that um you're filling a need for something but it's got to have like a purpose um because you know, when you look at you know, successful apps that are out there, it feels a need for something. When you go to Airbnb, it feels a need for holiday, like for holidaying. They all feel like a, perp- a purpose and they'll have a, an end goal. So I guess, yeah, if you're a business or a person wants to create an app, I guess the first starting point would be what I want to create and what it's going to um, fix, if it's going to fix a problem or if it's going to fix a need. Fantastic. And then in conclusion, could you share with me your top tip for communication that motivates and inspires? I'll go uh, constructive feedback, whether it's, you know, constructive feedback. I, want feed- I like feedback that's telling me to what to improve on because I guess it makes you work a lot harder in that area to try and, fi- try and fix it and uh, read a lot of books as well from a lot of inspirational people and their constant message as well is giving uh, is receiving as much feedback as they could whether it be yeah harsh or like reality feedback or um, positive feedback as well so i'm really big on yeah constructive feedback and obviously coming back coming back to my sporting um environment it's the same thing um you know when playing sport positive positive feedback constructive feedback telling that person what they you know what they're doing well what they're doing well while you know telling what they can improve on to make them better or make their product better Mm, so really honesty is very key for you in in communication yeah honesty is yeah it's really massive fantastic thanks so much joe (laughs) thanks mila thanks for having me on thanks for joining me for another episode of be the drop don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes be the drop is produced by narrative marketing where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world to unleash your storytelling superpower visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes to contact me directly with any specific comments you have you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.